Jeff, great to have you on, Jeffrey. I wanted to ask about what you're seeing with the economy, right? Um, I guess things are looking better, right? What do you think? Yeah, Nicole, you know, the data is not awesome. We're in a little bit of a slowdown here uh, as we wait for the, va the, the vaccine to really catch up with the virus. But the data is coming in better than expected. And that's really important because that tends to be what drives markets, right? And it's also contributing to higher earnings expectations as we're moving through this earnings season. So we're seeing better revisions to earnings, uh, better than expected economic data. So that's helping to support the stock market. My only concern is the elevated level of sentiment here in the U.S. That could be a little bit of concern. Valuations are a bit high. Well, you know, I, I like that you said, uh, you know, the revision to earnings, and that's something that we've been talking about where companies are giving better guidance and some of the analysts are raising their price targets going forward. Uh, before I get to the economic surprise index for the Eurozone in Japan, I want to just quickly ask you, isn't sentiment really important? So you're worried that people are too optimistic, but I mean, doesn't that help to bring things to a better place versus everybody being miserable and, and very downtrodden? Well, it's certainly good from an economic perspective. The consumers are becoming more optimistic and view a recovery in the second half of the year. Boy, if we didn't see that, we'd be headed back into a double-dip recession for sure. So absolutely. But when we look at measures in the markets like margin debt or uh, the allocation of equities uh, for households and other measures of sentiment, seems elevated. And historically, you know, in the past, that's pointed to at least temporary peaks in the stock market. So I don't want to say things are, are bad or, or headed for a big long-term bear market, but there could be a little bit of a correction here. In the U.S. market, I'd point to overseas in Europe and in Asia, we are not seeing the same level of optimism among investors, yet we are seeing the same level of economic data exceeding expectations and upward earnings mm. revisions. So that might be a better place, better opportunity for new dollars. Right. I wanted to ask you about the Citigroup Economic Surprise Index for Eurozone, Japan, United States. So currently above zero, you're looking at this chart. What does it tell you, a pro? Well, when you when you see these numbers above zero, it means data is consistently coming in better than expected. So below zero, worse than expected. Uh, above zero, better than economists forecast. But take a look at this consistently above forecast for a while. But look at the eurozone. You know, we're all talking about this hand wringing over this double dip in the eurozone and their slow rollout of, of the vaccine. But their economic data continues to exceed expectations by a wider margin than what we're seeing in the U.S. and Japan. So that's encouraging. It's one of the reasons why Europe markets are holding up so well this year. Tell me about the outlook for earnings. Uh, we just talked about we've seen some revisions. Do you think it's on point? Is it in the right place? Because we've talked about vaccines and getting COVID-19 under control, the rollout. Um, tell me about earnings and the expectations and whether or not you think they're in line with what we're seeing with the rollout of the vaccines. Yeah, I'm particularly excited about what we're seeing with earnings. And Nicole, the fact that it's not all coming in the tech or healthcare sectors, it's actually showing up in financials and energy and materials. A lot of areas we're seeing upward revisions. In fact, the number of companies in the MSCI Global Index, that index it's probably about two thirds US companies, but you can see nearly 800 companies here in this chart are getting upward revisions. That's the blue line. Mm -hmm. The number of companies seeing upward revisions to earnings estimates, of course, the orange line is the opposite. Those seeing downward revisions. So we continue to see more companies getting upward revisions and by an increasing margin here over the last month or so, that's a really good sign. I actually think estimates are still too low for this year. And we're gonna continue to see that move higher, particularly in value oriented areas, again, like energy and financials.
Yeah, I think it, I think I love these charts, by the way, Jeffrey. These are great charts. Uh, they really tell the story. I know that as vaccines on the rise, the global cases are falling and that should help the big picture. Um, are you optimistic about what we're seeing with liquidity, the Fed, stimulus? Yeah, that's critical that we get this bridge of liquidity and stimulus until we get that vaccine-led recovery in the second half of the year. And I'm encouraged by what I'm seeing from different governments. You know, the Bank of England held firm today, but seemed to be providing enough liquidity. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're hearing uh, more about the stimulus package, and maybe it gets through perhaps by the end of February here in the U.S., more in Europe as well. So that's important. At some point, we probably need to come to an end in this stimulus. It's absolutely been record-breaking anywhere between 40 and 75% of GDP when you look across the major nations of the world in terms of fiscal and monetary stimulus. So 10 times what we applied in the aftermath of the great financial crisis. So it's working, but we do need it to continue till we get to maybe mid-year when we cross that 50% threshold for mass immunizations. Yeah. So what's the final takeaway? I mean, what kind of sentiment should we really have as an investor for near term and longer term? What do you advise at this point as the chief global investment strategist? Well, I think you should be optimistic, but I think you want to be optimistic in areas that haven't performed for a while, areas like the value areas I pointed out, the value sectors, and international markets, which have not had the same type of outperformance or valuation excesses the U.S. market has. So unfortunately, I think a lot of investors are so excited in the leaders of the old cycle, and that's where they're focused. But I think it's the leaders of this new cycle that's just gotten underway in the last six months or so that are most exciting to me in terms of their performance this year. Again, it's value areas like financials, but it's also international markets like Europe and what we're seeing in Japan, perhaps outperforming the U.S. this year for the first time in a very long time.